Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. This is Danielle. Hi there, Danielle. How are you doing today? Good. Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. I uh, loved Steve's message this morning. He talked about encourage, yes. to encourage, and how that pre- prefix en means um, to put into or within. I think is what he said it means. And so he's been talking um, within the courageous series on how to put courage into us and into those around us yeah. and how we can encourage them. So what do you got for narrating back the sermon? Narration? Oh, putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, so you talked about encourage that, that with the courage that we're given by the Holy Spirit, we have the power to obey. Um I'm probably not going to do a great job of narration, but my my notes were a little bit scattered today. I was, I was, I was really actually focused in on on what he was talking about, but maybe not necessarily the points that he was giving. But that one that we can obey because of the courage that is put in, inside of us. Next, he talked about how dependency was so very closely related to obedience. Mm-hmm which I really appreciated Mm -hmm. the nuance of that. Um, And he related it to parenting when, you know, we want to raise kids that are independent, that are functional, that are a a contributing part of society, but at the same time, very fully dependent on the Holy Spirit. Um, And I would even go so far as to say, maybe not fully dependent on their their close sphere of community but i feel like there's a real connectedness in community that we need to have mm-hmm. that there's maybe an interdependency mm-hmm. um because you know christ calls us to live in in community he doesn't call us to to be lone rangers um and then he talked about uh jehoash and his his conversations with Elisha mm-hmm. um and just how that that played out um and it was interesting the the parallels he he pulled out between Jehoash and Elisha and Nahum and how Nahum was called to dip seven times and he was stubborn Naaman. about it I'm sorry Naaman mm-hmm. um Naaman and he he didn't want to because he felt like just dipping seven times was beneath him. But then once he humbled himself and and did what the the prophet of the Lord said, you know there was healing brought. And then Jehoash, Elisha told him strike the ground with these, with these arrows, and he only did it a couple of times. Um, and this story has always kind of bothered me, mm-hmm. but. I, I think the way that Pastor Steve brought it out was like, oh, okay. Because the prophet told him to strike the ground. He didn't say, do it this many times. Mm-hmm. 
And on the other side, he didn't say to stop. And Jehoash only hit the ground a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And the, the parallel being, you obey until you're given other instructions. The prophet told him, hit the ground. Did it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But, and that, that level of obedience was his level of victory. Mm-hmm. What, what, do, what do you got so far? You got something there to add. <laughs> I, I, he talked, I just, how he, I liked how he talked about dependency. He said that many times we don't have the means or the methods to solve our, our problems, yeah. but that we need to depend on God. And if every turn is some other expert without stopping at the word of God first, then like we're missing obedience. Um, but I'm going to transition here into a little bit of the contemplation. Sure. But the um and it's not like our conversations have to follow an outline but we're trying to hit these steps for for the sake of flow and also modeling conversation but um obedience talking about naaman when he had to dip in the river seven times um he stephen said obedience requires seven dips not six not five not four and also not eight right and I really liked that, too, because sometimes, like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to do this for you, and I'm going to do this for you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all these things that I think Jesus maybe wants me to do, but we have to do what he's asked of us. And, and yes. that's one of the last things that he said, that obedience is birthed out of relationship. You don't listen to something you don't know. Mm. And I think that's so key because foundational to the Christian walk is not just the verbs, the actions, like the, you, you obey this thing, you obey this thing, you obey this thing. That is very important. But I think foundational below that is our relationship with Christ, that it, the obedience flows out of that. Our kids, you know, I hope don't, obey us obey us just because they're like programmed right to but that they know and we have shown them that we love them and in that we want what's best for them you employees go to work on the way to work they don't receive um, instructions from every boss that they pass en route to work right you pass 800 businesses and you're drive-in you don't listen to those bosses. You listen to the boss that you have that you're in relationship right. with. Good. And so the importance of um, relationship. And then and then just this really big idea that he, he kept kind of nailing was that you will only be able to encourage obedience and lead obedience in others when we do that and when we're yeah. all, in. all in. And so when we do that too um, for others in the body of Christ, for our families, for our friends, not that we're obeying to manipulate some kind of behavior out of them, but that that is the way that we can give them courage. I get courage when I see other people obeying, Mm -hmm. and we can give that courage as well, especially, I think it's not especially, but I think parents especially can listen to this too, that when we, when our kids see us obeying God and trusting God and being afraid and wrestling with that and bringing that to the cross, 
um, that makes such a big impact on our kids. I think more than even just, even just the obeying, like let them see part of the process. Let yep. people that you're discipling, not your children, people you're discipling, people you're in Bible study with, let them see the wrestling with it because it's hard to make these choices. It's hard to have courage. It's hard to, um, to be all in. And so that for me gives me more courage when I see other people who've done that. Yeah. You and I talk a lot about the, the power of stories. Mm -hmm. And I think this is like the power of our story. Mm -hmm. When people see us, especially when our kids see us committed to something mm -hmm. and they see our story being written in real time, I think that encourages them to allow Christ to speak into their story in real time. Because they see us wrestling with, with, um, with options. They see us wrestling with decisions and, and fasting and praying and seeking mm -hmm. and praying and seeking and talking and praying more. Mm -hmm. And they see this process um, being modeled of, of working through it. Mm -hmm. Because more times than not, the, the answer to the solution doesn't come after the first prayer. Sometimes it does. Well, Stephen even talked about that today, mm -hmm. right? That sometimes the um, the obedience is is a process that mm -hmm. he he doesn't. Let me see. He said sometimes we're looking for a quicker way to solve the problem. Sometimes yeah. we, we pray and I mean that we've just experienced this in our own life. We are praying and asking God for direction in a situation and really wanting just like a yes or a no. Yeah. And it'd be so much easier that way. Yeah. And instead, um, he's so very faithfully. And now I look back over the last month and see why the the perfect wisdom in in his leading us one step at a time instead. And that was, takes a little more patience yeah. on our part. But like, um, do you think that part of this, and this is just a question that just popped into my mind. Do you think a part of following Christ is him leading us along the way so that we can start trusting that we hear him and and not that we at all become dependent upon our own wisdom, but that we start actually trusting that we hear him. Cause I, right. Because how many times do you you say, Well, I think I I think he's saying this, or I think he's saying that. And I think part of the process is him getting us to trust that we really do know his voice. We really can hear it and we really can step out in faith. Yeah, I think maybe like a like a side effect of it, maybe that's not like the main why. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like it he's playing a game with us or something. Sure. But like and I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but mm -hmm. like like a, yeah, a consequence of him leading us that way is that we build confidence in hearing his voice. And, yeah. um, but I do want to circle back to what you were saying about parents, like parenting. That I think applies 
to all of us. So don't think, oh, well, I don't have kids or I'm right. single or I, and my kids are grown or I'm all alone, anything like that. People, anybody that we're walking through life yes, can see us. Um, can see us following Jesus and wrestling with those choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any connections that you made with other scriptures or other things in life? Well, I, I, I think the, the what's been bounced around my head is one of the last things he talked about was stop keeping your options open. Mm-hmm. Like, what escape hatches mm-hmm. are in my life? And, and am I, not that I'm looking for a way out of anything he's calling me to, but just being aware of, just am I really like Elisha, just burning the stuff that I could go back to and just passionately following what he's called me to? Because mm-hmm. when, when Elijah came up to Elisha and like what Stephen was talking about today, you know, he tossed his cloak on him, which was a sign of passing on that ministry. Uh, Elisha recognized what was going on. He immediately responded mm-hmm. and he removed options. Mm-hmm. And and he he expounded on that. It's like he's like, I'm not telling you to go home and burn your house down and burn your car right. and quit your job. But. At some point, God may be calling you to set something aside. Mm-hmm. And are you obedient to do that? Mm-hmm. And and just being introspective and reflective on, on my life. And have I removed the options? And Because when you do that, you really force yourself to diligently seek after what God has called you to. When there's nothing to go back to, mm-hmm. you have... Nothing to lose but to seek after him and just really get after what he's called you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that note, um, related to that, I kept thinking when he was preaching about the story of Jim Elliot um, mm-hmm. and the four the four men and, and their wives. In the 1956, these five men were martyred. They were taking the gospel to a to an unreached tribe. Um, in Ecuador that was known for their violence and for essentially their murderous violence, killing any outsiders and even people in their own tribe. And in his journals before he left, Jim Elliot wrote, he is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And the things that Stephen was talking about today are things that we cannot keep. Elisha could not keep his plow. Um... There's things in our lives that we cannot keep. Yeah. And if we give them up for the sake of following Jesus, um, when he asks us to, and I so appreciated, like Stephen said, like the plow, that, yeah. don't go and burn your plow. Don't, <laughs> but because for Elisha, that was what was right. But for us, we might need that plow for the plan God has for us Absolutely. and we can use it for the kingdom. Yeah. But that there's things that we won't lose. And then uh, Steve brought us to Luke 18, verse 29. Jesus says, Truly I tell you, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and the age 
uh, to come and in the age to come eternal life. I, that was encouraging too, because so much it's often like, oh, in heaven we'll have these Mm -hmm. rewards. But Jesus was also saying like, I got you now too. Yeah. Like you obey and I will take care of you. And that's Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and, um, and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and then likewise, C.S. Lewis says, look for Christ and you will find him and with him everything else. And so when we look for the Lord, um, he will give us what we need in this life, too. Amen to that. Yeah. Let's pray. Yeah. God, we thank you that you're so good. We thank you that you care about us, that that while you desire and, and require obedience... That on the other side of that is provision. There is you holding us up by your righteousness, by your goodness. And help us to more consistently respond with complete obedience to what you've called us to. We love you so much. We trust you with this new week. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.